Bonjour. Hello, everyone. I'm Nata, host of the Nata PR School podcast. You're a successful entrepreneur or marketing manager, and you're about to launch a new product or service, or you've been selling your goods for quite some time, but you want to learn how to increase your visibility, get known, and reach more clients? At NataPR, we deal with real clients every day and we'll teach you simple, fun, and honest PR solutions. You'll learn easy steps to combine PR to social media right now. Keep listening and let's get started. Bonjour, hello, and welcome to the 64th episode of the NataPR School podcast. It's all Liz Watty's fault. Yes, it's her fault, and you will see why today. <laughs> today, I chose to talk about a different subject, but it's linked to what I'm talking about here, because if you have created your own company or your own service, you have created a dream. So today, I want to talk about personal dreams, because they are also as important sometimes as creating professional dreams, if we want to experience what the human life has to give us, and... This personal dream was for me very important. It took me so long to realize it. So I wanted to share it with you and pay a tribute to my uh, dear uh, little dog. So let's talk about dog today. So it's all about Lise Watty's fault. <laughs> 11 years ago, I was considering adopting a dog. Uh, I was midway through my 40s, uh, yeah, 45 maybe. And I saw life passing, passing by flying by, right? Um, and several of my friends and loved ones, people I knew around me, had to live with cancer, this terrible disease. As I say uh, all the time, when you uh, turn 40, this is when we, we hear so many people uh, having to live with the cancer diagnosis, and it's really terrible. So I call these the uh, cancer years starting in the 40s. Even, uh, of course, we can, anybody can have cancer earlier than that, but there's more and more cancer as we grow old. And I was wondering if I could achieve all my dreams before dying. I grew up, for those who don't know, in a countryside between Saint-Germain-de-Gramtam, a little village, and Drummondville. It's in Canada, Quebec province, literally in the middle between Quebec City and Montreal, right in the middle, <laughs> close to Drummondville. So I live in a cinquième rang, so a little road, um, <laughs> with no big houses, with farms around. And uh, of course, we live with animals. And as you can imagine, so one of my dreams was to have that human and dog connection again in my life. Uh, that dream seemed too complicated. I, my, I had, have now a very urban lifestyle and long hours at the office. I work a lot. I wasn't having success with my relationship. I was looking for the man of my life at the time. I found him a few years ago, but back then I was still looking and I was then fo focusing on my work, working a lot. And needless to say that no matter how hard I threw myself at work to occupy my mind, I was starting to feel a certain void, emptiness. How could I bring a dog in my life without having it to stay long hours, long days alone in a crate? Um, I told you I, was, I grew up on the countryside. So for me, having a dog, uh, in my beliefs, it's a dog that has a life that can go outside, that can run all over, and it's not spending a whole day waiting for his master. Uh, in my beliefs, I know some of you might have a dog like that and you go to work, but I, 
I, I tend to think that it's not healthy, healthy for their mind to stay so long, so, so many hours alone. So 11 years ago, I was imagining myself slowing down a bit and working from home. But if you remember, back in those days, remote work wasn't very widespread. It wasn't a trend at all and wasn't a norm for sure as it is today. And plus, it's kind of difficult also when you have to manage teams. I know we are getting better at doing it from uh, when we're all away from each other. Pandemic forced us to learn new skills, I guess. But it's still even today better when you can speak to those humans, part of your team, and you are there when they're close to you. And running a PR agency when you're not close to your team is a bit difficult. Possible, but not as easy. So for, for a good two years, I was reviewing many scenarios um, and one encounter would bring me the solution I wanted so much. And it's a meeting with Madame Lise Watier, someone I really admire for what she created. She created this amazing beauty uh, company in Canada. She's in her 70s right now. She's still very active. She's an amazing woman. So I had this immense pleasure and chance to uh, meet with her in one of her apartment where I was asking her questions in front of a painting of Dominique Besnay. I'm going to put his, his uh, link uh, if you want to know about this painter. Amazing talent. Um, the founder of Cirque du Soleil really has many of his paintings. Um, is super popular and he also is really good at doing, um, how do you call that? Glass work. Vitro in French. I don't know if you guys know what it is. Um, so uh, anyway, a very talented artist. So if you look, look him up, you'll find what he does. So his project was uh, to um, capture some of his uh, collectors, those who purchase one of more of his work, and ask them questions in front of their, uh, their work. And all, everything was taped. And uh, so he created like little capsule video of these uh, owners. So it was at Lise Wati's apartment downtown that I uh, met this surprising little dog. She uh, owned a little toy poodle that was so funny with such a great personality. He was playful, unafraid of humans. He was literally a miniature ball of joy. I didn't know anything about these little dogs. And after I asked uh, Madame Watier about her loyal little friend, oh, my, my heart was just <laughs> melting. I was smitten. There, she was telling me that they're super highly intelligent, uh, easy to live with and groom. I didn't know that these dogs don't smell, don't, don't shed. So they're really amazing dogs. Plus, you know, plus they're super smart. And she was telling me I can bring them anywhere, which is another advantage. She had a few in her life and she was telling me that she couldn't live without such a companion because they're so affectionate and bring so much love and joy in her life. Needless to say that I was convinced. So when the shoot ended, I went home and began searching online for one of these little dogs. But before moving on to the, the adoption, I took another few months I still had to check with the owner of the building where I was renting um, my offices to make sure I could bring my dog with me every day. But that's the advantage of little dogs. People give them more space and they're more inclined to let you bring a little dog because, well, this one doesn't shed, doesn't smell, spend the day under my desk. So that 
was an easy um, obstacle to solve. So they said yes, of course. And the other one was um, I was traveling quite a bit in those days, going to Toronto, um, I remember, a lot, at least once a month. So I was looking for someone who could babysit my dog, huh? <laughs> took my dog <laughs> for these short absences. And my sister who loves cats and works from home, she's a graphic designer, she agreed to take my dog whenever I needed. But the last obstacle I had to overcome was something that seemed like a major Major, major, major problem. <laughs> ah, others people's opinions, of course. I mean, let's not forget that I was looking for another companion in my life and a really human one. So I was afraid that having a dog would be an obst obstacle to my other dreams. Um, and my friends that I love that are super honest with me <laughs> had the same kind of uh, prejudice about people owning little dogs and we believed that, you know, they were kind of weird. <laughs> so one of my friends was telling me, it's not a good idea to adopt a toy poodle, a little poodle. If you're looking for a boyfriend, it, it will just scare them away and uh, you, you will not find someone to live with you. So it will scare potential love interest for sure. Thank you, my honest friends. <laughs> Another one was telling me, Well, if you meet a guy, you'll think you're one of these, uh, you know, these gals with uh, that puts their dog first, uh, you, you, that you're a spoiled brat like Paris Hilton. Oops, that was a hard one. Um, if you remember uh, back in, the, in those days, in the 90s, um, Paris Hilton was super popular and she made chihuahuas fashionable again, remember? <laughs> and I have to admit that I, I don't really share uh, a lot of with, You know, my, I don't compare myself to Paris Hilton. Even if I, if I find this woman beautiful, I think she's really something. Uh, but I'm not flamboyant as she is. I'm more a discreet woman. I don't, I don't really have to have this spotlight on me. So voila. And that really almost stopped me from adopting a dog. But after thinking about it, I really wanted to realize this dream to connect with a dog with an animal, and that really was stronger than every belief that I had. And since I met my little dog, Ali Baba, we call him Ali Bebe, Ali, he's become a terrific companion, one of the best companion dog that I've had in my life. And I'm here to tell you that animal therapy is highly effective. I know that it was, and it still has a great effect on me. Why? Because since... I've adopted this little poodle in my life. First, I'm never lonely. I never spend any Friday alone. <laughs> I'm focused on another living being. That's the second thing that's great. So when you have a dog, an animal, a cat, or any other animal, it forces you to get out of yourself, get out of your ego, to take care of a living being, which is a good thing. And listen to this, I found a man who loves dogs. And he's just as attached to Ali as I am. He loves him just as much as I do. And I've developed, of course, this bound with my dog that fills me really with joy. I appreciate this little ball of wool, as do my employees. It's great to have a dog in an office. He adores people, especially when they give him some treats. I always say that he would give, Ali would give his mother away for a cookie. And the last point that's so important that I wanted to share with you is that I realized before dying one of these little dreams that I, were so dear to my, to my heart. And this dream of having a dog 
by my side, I've really realized it in a very, very complete way. So what about you besides your company and making money? What are other dreams that you want to realize, big or small? And if you want to share with me, you know that I'm a, I'm a certified life coach from the Life Coach School. I can really help you. I do coaching, one-on-one -on -one coaching rarely. I uh, have a few people and I don't take many people because I don't have the time to do it. But I love doing that, especially if you have even a small dream that you want to realize. I'll be happy to hear from it. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode today, a little different, but about dreams, human dreams that we have and that we should realize that I really strongly believe that. So hopefully you've enjoyed this episode and that you will be joining me la semaine prochaine. Talk to you next week. Hey, you want to learn more about how to implement PR strategies? Head on to nadapr.com and get on our list. You will also receive the Nada PR model on how to create a successful PR campaign. If you want to become a client, just send us an email to nada at nadapr.com. Talk to you next week. À la semaine prochaine.